Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. I'm Jerry. Max is here. Uh, yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling as a duo again. Again? Yeah. It just so that means Max has to directly address me more, and you know, just I'm sorry, it, man. It becomes more conversationalist than it, I suppose, rather than a Q and A format. But it's always enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's as though they're peering into our uh, our. Let's see here. We do this probably about what do you think? Fourteen times a week, you and I talk, and we just talk soccer and yeah. football for you know about four hours each time. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah, it's just we do so much research. Oh, let me tell you, it's. <laughs> uh, I love the idea of people actually believing us and. I, I like. I don't have any family life. I'm busy like talking to Max about zonal marking. I know we need sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, actually taking time out of your life for for football, uh, middle of the day, I spent time and actually watched an Everton friendly in the middle of the day the <laughs> other day. That's that's a thing that happened. Uh, yeah, uh, Everton ever won a trophy. Yeah, we did. Alert the media. I know. Say, saying that, though, I, I, you know, I keep forgetting. How many years is it now? What, 25? But people do forget. We, ha- we have won the, um, the, the Mickey Mouse trophies in that time, you know. And I remember yeah. m- the most, my m- favourite one was the Everton Brotherhood Cup we, when we played Everton Chile, um, I think a good few years back now. Just a one, like a one-off game. Uh, and the winner got a trophy at the end and, and got to lift it and celebrate as if he just won the league title. Like, yeah. But they're, they're always interesting occasions, and they obviously this one's kind of contract obligated through Sport Pacer, and um, the Kenyans seem to have had a, a lovely time, which is you know they, they deserve a shout out for turning up. If, if you saw any pictures of them, and they certainly made the noise because it sounds. Oh, like, you heard them? Yeah, it sounds like you're in the middle of uh, South Africa for the 2010 World Cup again. With them Vuvuzelas. That's the first thing I, I I noticed was the, you know, my wife came in and said, "What is that?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, it's Vuvuzelas." Yeah, you it's know, go, it's it's, go, it's, go it's not a it's not a typical uh, English English match at all. But uh, no, I liked it. I liked the fact that all those Gormaya people came out and uh, kind of I don't know they they cared. Yeah. You know, they cared about it. and It was exciting. Yeah. And, uh, and they had Yakubu as the advocate. Uh, he was on commentary too. I heard. I, yeah. I was, because oh, they streamed it for free. Thank you, Everton. That I'm was, just going to say yeah. that. Thank you for actually streaming a friendly for a schmo like myself. Yeah. I appreciate that. That yeah. was nice. Were, were people in England actually able to watch it? Yeah. Like, streamed on, on YouTube and. Yeah, that's something that's definitely worth flagging up. Well done, Everton. That's a brilliant thing. It's, it's a much better system than what they use for the preseason with yeah, the weird login thing. But yeah, Everton, if, you know, credit to you. Well done. Do that more often. Oh yeah, and and we actually got to see some some players uh, come in who haven't gotten a lot of time, mm. uh, and actually, you know, so right off the bat, 
you say, you know, Yuri Mina looked, uh, didn't have to do a lot. No, but he was still, he still was almost got a goal with his head, mm. you know, uh, but he didn't have to do a lot. So he looked fine. You know, you can't say he was a standout performer because he didn't have to do much. Minutes on the pitch, isn't it? What counts there? Exactly. Um, you know, Jags got in, Schneiderlin got in, Davies looked great. Uh, standout performer for me, probably the same one for you. Gotta say Lookman. Lookman, yep. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, I think he's made a a very good case for continuing to up his minutes on the pitch. Uh, he just seems like he's back. Mm. Intelligent, too. You, you can do the definite maturation of his play there. You see the way he links up, the way he distributes the ball, and you know, the, the fact that was almost the, the second team, he definitely looked the strongest out of the bunch. So you put him in contention for a start. You know, if you kind of arrange them all and who made the best impression, definitely him. And you definitely put him in contention for a start at 11 spot. He just didn't look, he just didn't look like he didn't fit. He mm. looked like he shouldn't have been there. You know, um, he's just that much stronger. Um, the ball's just glued to his foot. It's just so fun to watch, you know. Uh, his close control is just sickening. It's so good. Um, let's see here. Who else did we get to get to watch? We saw Beningami come yep. in for Baines and yep. playing out of position and do just fine. Yeah, did okay. James McCarthy too. I was delighted to see him get on the pitch. Got, got himself an assist too. Got an assist. You know how and he looked uh, energetic and yeah. pressing and I want to see that I want to see more of that yeah it's typical of himself and it, it's good to see a player come back from injury and not look timid or uh, or shy in that sense because you know you know it's always nervy once you come back from injury getting yourself back onto the pitch and him more than anyone will know what you know the road to recovery is like and what it's like to start playing again uh, mm-hmm. fingers crossed that he does carry on picking up more minutes and works his way back into the match day squads and we also got to see some really young guys. We did. Um, was it Gordon? A, a lot, came yeah. In? Yeah, a lot of lads come in, didn't they? Uh, is it Kyle John, mm. Anthony Gordon? Nathan Broadhead. And Broadhead was the one who got himself uh, on the on the score sheet. Got got a goal and an assist, yep. I think. Set me ass up, didn't he? Just, he's, when he's pl- come on for the first team, he has produced, and he's gotten like hardly any time. It's just mm. funny how that how that works. Uh, every time I've seen him, he looks exciting. You know, I don't know how that translates to first-team action against first-team type opponents because uh, you never can tell until you actually actually see that. Mm. Um, but, you know, Kyle John, Anthony, these, these, these young guys, they looked really confident yeah. and assured with the ball. Like, they were, none of them were afraid to take a man on. Uh Gotta love that because you see it too often. A lot of a lot of times, players who just they'll go up and they'll see there's a man there and they'll just turn around and play backward. Yeah, I, I, and if you got to factor in the the occasion, obviously you know the bound to mm-hmm. be confident with that kind of that that golf in in class there. It's really you know you can you definitely know the manager said you know there's a, there's an impression to be made. Go out there and take your chance, and certainly think all of them did that. Oh yeah. Um, Ja Virginia got of course, to play. Finally got to see him. Made it yeah, look safe I th- too. I 
can you really see Steck hanging around next season? In, I, I mean, I believe Virginia is our second string next season. It's an it is an interesting one. Um, I, 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 it'd be interesting to see what route we take. Almost because something that I've flagged up quite a lot over these last few weeks is that what it tends to be these days with with top teams, cup keeper or the second choice keeper, they can't they opt to go for a more experienced keeper that's been yeah. there, done that, possibly got a few honours in his career. But um, yeah, yeah, you you'd probably say he was our second keeper, wouldn't you? Obviously, with the made a good save and there's a lot of hype around them for the under twenty three. So yeah, well done. Yeah, I'm, I'll be really curious to see what shakes out with him next season. Um, I just know he came to Everton with the intentions of of playing and being eligible for first team. You know, and uh, I just. I don't know. I think he saw his, his himself having a better chance with Everton than he was having with Arsenal. Um, and what, what's in front of him is a keeper who has not really done well when he's been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why, I don't know. I've always been a big advocate of having a veteran second stringer, just like you were saying. Um, but for me, I'm getting to the point now where Pickford is getting enough years to be a seasoned player already. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I guess uh, I'll be curious to see how that works because yeah. he's taken up a wage. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fair point. So uh, anyway, uh, it was nice to see a, a, a lopsided win for a change, uh, but really wasn't that lopsided the whole way through. It was 2-0 the majority of the, majority of the game. Um, yeah, I thought we, we looked confident. Gormaya did not do themselves uh, – they didn't look bad. You know, they didn't come in here and embarrass themselves. It was good. They came in here and gave it, gave it a go, No, which no, was cool. Yeah, fair, fair play to them. Obviously, it's a huge occasion for them coming over, playing at Goodison Park, and I'm sure they all enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, the Yak made sure to mention that. Uh, I think he mentioned them being happy and excited <laughs> maybe uh, a dozen times. Fantastic. Maybe Baker's dozen. Sweet. It was so many times. He's got, he was, to, he's got to get back on commentary before the season ends. <laughs> Got he to. was. It was funny because I was listening to him. It just sounded like he was trying to do something at the same time as he was giving commentary. It was great. <laughs> it's like it's like he was trying to carry on a different conversation at the same time. It yeah. was just it was tripping me out, man. <laughs> uh, I wish they would do more of that, though. You know, oh, oh. have a former player on. I actually the other day, Leon Osman was doing commentary on on uh on a game what game was that because i'm sure it was I nbc sports i'm trying to remember who it I, was i didn't even um i didn't even realize it was leon osman until um was it, it was bournemouth man united because he was talking yes uh, yeah he was talking about dan gosling um but yeah um everton tend to do that anyway with uh, ian snowden graham sharp whoever they throw on but that was certainly entertaining what you feel with yeah, that was the idea of them streaming it on on YouTube like that, and then throwing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it's just the idea of it being. I always associate those guys as yes, they they've been with the club for a long time, but at the same time, uh, I always think of them as on air personalities now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I I just never think of Yak or Osman as being as Osman's starting to get more well known like yeah. that though. Yeah, he's getting himself out there a lot. Yeah, um, he's popping up on a few different shows, isn't he? You know, like I'd like to hear Pinar do one sometime. Yeah, you know, I think that'd be great. Uh, just uh, and I would literally pay money for Hibbert to come on. <laughs> pay money. 
to hear that. It would be fantastic. Uh, so, Gormaya, good experience. Got a got a trophy in quotation marks, you know, because it is a trophy, mm. but it's not really a big one. Uh, but anyway, let's. Uh, that was a nice big intro to the show. Uh, let's talk uh, summary for the pod pod listeners out there. Um, we're going to start with the Chelsea preview because, like it or not, that one's happening this weekend. And, you know, I know I'm supposed to be sort of dreading it, but I'm excited. I know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, then we're going to talk about our starting 11 choices. Um, Marco, last time, chose to just disregard, disregard all of us. He gave us kind of that Heisman pose where he stuck his arm out and said, no, guys, I've got this. Uh, maybe this time he'll listen and maybe it'll be good. Who knows? Uh, and we're going to finish up with a segment that we call Beers with the Blues. And in that segment, we'll be going through the roster and Max is going to be rating uh, out of, from, from zero to five how much he actually would want to hang out with our with our Everton players. Uh, we're going to go through the entire squad, and we're going to see if Max thinks he would jive with some of these people. Just me? So. I, thought, I thought you were going to throw your shot oh, in as I'll well. I'll be doing it at a different a different date, oh, different time. Because right, okay. if it was both you and I, it would take too long, I think. Okay. Yeah, it's more It's more you. We're, we're caring about Max we'll, lately, you we'll, know? We're, we'll, we're trying to get Max out there. We'll see how, that, we'll see how this goes. I think it'll be interesting. Uh, I've been, I've been prepped to ask some questions, so I have some questions okay. as well. Um, but anyway, let's go Chelsea preview. Yep. They're currently struggling. Second in the table, twenty-seven points. They're eight, three, and zero. They haven't lost. Mm. Yeah, they stink. Uh, so re- recent results: three-one over Palace. 3-2 over Derby in the Cup. 4-0 over Burnley. They've got a Europa League matchup uh, in a couple hours, I think. Yeah. With, uh, was it Bat- Bat- Borisov? Faith Borisov. We played them once upon a time all, the, all those years ago in, in the Europa League. But yeah, it, it's not too soon. I don't think, I think it's within the next hour or so that they'll be kicking off. So oh, we'll yeah. Be sure we'll, be sure, yeah. we'll be sure to throw it on and have a little look, but... They're, they're fantastic, Jerry, aren't they? I think we've just got to be brutally honest. Um, since Mauricio Sarri's come in, yep. they've been absolutely phenomenal. Um, a large part down to that, I think, is Jorginho. I think he's, yep. for so far this season, been the best central midfielder in the Premier League. Nobody else in the league's played more passes than him. Nobody in the league's played more through balls than him. Um I, I've always said football is a game of triangles, and if you watch Jorginho, he is literally that pivot that connects the defence to the, t- the attack every single time. He's such a knowledgeable footballer. Um, and because of players like Hazard and how well, ha- like, you know, well, for example, Hazard and how well Hazard's doing, um, I read a piece on it and Hazard earlier um, in the season, just uh, how I personally think he's playing his best football since signing for Chelsea. Um, tend to t- take the limelight away a little bit from Jorginho and the central players in general because I think since switching from um, Conte to Sarri the, the central players have come on leaps and bounds and they seem to be enjoying their football and expressing themselves part of that unfortunately and you've got to give them credit um, 
Ross Barkley, you know, but I'm not a fan, okay? Um, uh, there's a lot to be said there in regards to how he treated Everton, but uh, obviously, sorry, he's put a lot of faith in him, but Jerry, he has been brilliant. He's playing some great football, and a large part, I think, down to that is being around such great players. Um, Kovacic, Kante, William, Morata's banging them in at the minute too. Um, they're a team high on confidence. Um, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it as much as you are. I don't think because I don't, I, I've just got you know. It, as I've always said, the Everton's inferiority complex when it comes to playing against these big sides away. But I'm sure we'll give them a good game because we seem to be gradually improving these performances. Yeah, I'm. I actually am looking forward to it. Um, the same way I used to. You know when, yeah. you know when when you know peak Martinez. Let's play the big guys. Yeah. Let's let's you know jump up and and hit him in the nose. You know what I mean? And let's let's remember that we should be one of the big guys. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the thing. And, and so I'm I want I want to go out there and have these these teams. Like I remember last year, Pep Guardiola was talking about uh, uh, who was it? Who they just played? Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah, he was talking about them. Yeah, he was talking about yeah, yeah, because you were there yesterday, right? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, or day before. I'm trying to remember when it was. was Last night. Yeah. What? So Pep was talking about them, and then after they played. Um, Napoli, he was just talking about, he just couldn't stop talking about how good of football they played, you know, and he couldn't stop complimenting them. And I, I just compare that to how they just walked all over us last season. It was just an awful, embarrassing, like three nil. I'm talking about the second time Mm. at Goodison. It was, it was nauseating to watch because I know we, I think we scored a goal, but it was out of nothing. We barely touched the ball. And you know Pep wouldn't have said anything about us. <laughs> mm. You know? But now I think teams are gonna come away more impressed with our with our work, you know, with how we play, with our style. Yeah. Um and we're and we're gonna get chances. I don't care who we play. We're gonna get chances. Yeah, in- interestingly enough, I I did a little um brush over the Premier League website and just checked out the, the statistics and who's leading and different metrics and whatnot. We've, we've put in more crosses than any other team in the league so far this season. And, I mean, I, I, that was something I... Well, I didn't criticise it. I thought it was a, an unusual approach when we decided to fire crosses in against the likes of uh, Duncan Duffy, against Brighton. Um, obviously, it paid off in the end. But against Rudiger and David Luiz, if Richarlison's up there, I, I, again, I, I don't think that's the right approach to take. Um, Chelsea are going to try and strangle us to death with possession. They, interestingly, as well, they, they've had more possession than Manchester City overall so far this season. No teams have more of the ball. So at Stamford Bridge, um, I don't know, Jerry. Like I'm half expecting, I'm half expecting us to. I don't think, I don't think we're going to roll over. I don't think we're going to fold. I do think we're going to give them a good game, and hopefully, the players can rise to the occasion. Um, and carry on this good form that he showed against Brighton, particularly with Charles and with his, uh, his goal scoring and such, uh, and putting good performances. But uh, 
it's going to be interesting because you know this, it, it always it, you can gauge Everton well by how they perform against the top top teams, and we always used to play well against them. And you're getting that sense now, particularly after that Manchester United game, that the results are slowly improving. Um, you started to allude to uh, their defense, uh, possible starters. Uh, Kepa, I just think it's rad they have a a keeper. His name is Kepa. Well, that's just <laughs> his, his name. His name's too long to wrap. Yeah. It's just kind of great that you, you know, that's the caper, you know. Yeah. Uh, Aspilicueta, uh, Rudiger, Luis, Alonso, uh, Kant, uh, Jorginho, Bar, yeah, that guy. Uh, Pedro, Morata, Hazard, could see William in there. Um, I don't know. I think danger men were looking at, you know, if you don't say Hazard, you're touched in the head. Uh, Morata is in some good form right now. Um, in Jorginho, he's he's the dangerous player if you know a little bit about the sport. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like if you if you're if you're fresh to watching the sport, you you see who scores goals, yeah. you see the assist players, you but you don't notice those those crazy long balls pulling pull the you know? strings quite literally. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a position that I feel like is highly underappreciated by people that are casual viewers. Yeah, definitely. Hundred um, percent agree. But like, oh. he's got he's just a fantastic player, and yeah. I and it breaks my heart knowing that we were connected with him when Martinez was manager back in the oh, day. Don't yeah. I, I haven't seen that rumor, and I don't want to. Well, it's so it's it's old, but we were supposedly interested in him when he was with. Is it uh, Chievo Verona? Yeah. Uh, and he went from there, I think, to Napoli. Um, yeah, interestingly. Maybe, I'm not sure if that's fully accurate, but just just, just on a side note, um, I've watched a bit of Napoli as well this season. And, you know, as well, uh, they, are, they are still good. They've got a lot of star quality in there. But you can tell that they miss him. Just, uh, you know, the, that, that, um, that position that's so underappreciated, that shows you up both defensively and offensively, it's so effective. Um, you know, you see him, he, he instructs players off the ball, he's confident, he just knows what to do. Um, and as you say, if you've watched football and you study football, he's just an absolutely sens- sensational player to watch. I, I worry a little bit about, um, I guess, Alonso in terms of runs up the flank. Um, yeah. I think he'd probably be a... Attacking this, hitting the same side that Coleman would be on, um, which is also, I mean, I think we could also see Hazard hitting the same side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk more about about our lineup in a little while, so I don't want to get too much into that. But um, you know, you look at this lineup, you look at their bench, you see possible, you see danger. Yeah. You know, you see some some concerns. Strength and Um yeah, Top they're team. solid. They're really solid, and yeah. But again, I like I like these measuring stick games. Where are you? You can be super psyched with with how your team is doing, but then you get a nice reality check, and I feel like this is a reality check. Yeah, are we are we genuinely growing? Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. So what's the score, man? Predict <sighs> prediction time. Oh, I don't want to be a pessimist, like. 
I really don't want him. I know I'm saying how good Chelsea are, but I do have faith in Everton. I just thought it, it, it is worth giving credit to Chelsea because they just are so good. Um, I'll go for a two-all. Two-all? Yeah. I'm saying 2-1. Chelsea. Win. Ooh. Ballsy. I think it's time. We say I think that it's time. We, we say that every time, though. We say it every time. I didn't say that. I didn't say that against United. I didn't say that. Because uh, I, I still... But I normally... I don't... I don't like... I, I told myself I wasn't going to predict us to beat a big team until we beat a big team. You've seen I just felt like Maya. I just felt like going nuts. Yeah, I'm going Maya. That's... <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. I just I was sitting there and I was this close to picking a two one loss. Mm. I was like I was like, no, I'm excited about this. I think I think this is possible. Yeah. If we, I actually think it is possible. If we have the correct game plan. You know, hopefully we don't get blown off the water, and we have a game plan that's you know efficient, and we can we can play it out over the entire ninety minutes. Because um, as I said, Chelsea, it, you know, it's just a given. Chelsea are going to have more of the ball, and it's all about what we do with the ball when we have it. Um, shipping it out wide to the wingers, making sure they're in good enough form to to do to do their thing with the ball and get it into the box. Uh, but yeah, come on, I, I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you're right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be too upset if you're right too, Max. Two hall draw is not the worst. <laughs> I'd say it's actually pretty good, to be honest with you. Uh, I'd have three points always. Rather have to always, but yeah. Um Yeah, I'll, I'll I hope we can keep our composure and keep our heads about us while they are just with that quick passing game. So much movement. Uh yeah, because Napoli displayed it last season, and Chelsea are this season with those just those quick combinations. It's just it's it's easy to let to let them get through. It's yeah. easy to lose track of uh, of their attacking players. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm ready though. I'm ready. Let's do this. Um, so uh, I guess that's it for our Chelsea preview. Uh, Max with a with a more sane two all draw prediction, and me with my wacky two one win for us. Be really great if it wasn't so wacky at the end of the day. Coming up, we've got a starting eleven segment where we're gonna try to try to figure out uh, what Marco's gonna do. So, uh, starting eleven versus uh, Chelsea. Uh, who do we think Silva's going to go with? Uh, just to kind of give a spoiler, I'd say it's very possible Max and I have the exact same lineups. So I'll try to make sure I say it in a completely different way than Max does, just to <laughs> just to spice it up. All right. So uh, Max, go ahead. Get, uh, give us what you got. We found our, our strongest start in eleven now, haven't we? Really, and it, it's a joy because I can't remember the last time when we had we were so certain what our best eleven was. Pickford in goal, 
Coleman at right back, obviously with Kertuma, with Chelsea being Kertuma's pairing club, can't play. Yerry Mina and Michael Keane at centre back. Michael Keane just got his recall for the England national squad, so well done, lad. Uh, Luca Dean at left back. Three central midfielders: Idrissa Gay, Andre Gomez, just in front of them, Gilfie Sigurdsson, and a front three of Walcott, Richardson, and Bernard. Okay. I'm going to start. Have with... we gone for something different? Because the like the 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 the, tens, the tension. It, like, have you gone I for toast on top or something? You like how I built that up? Have you gone for and how making up? making it seem as though we're totally different? I'm going to start with Richarlison up top and on the wings. I know this is crazy, but I think Bernard on one and Walcott on the other. All right, and then maybe in the center we go with Sigurdsson. It's out there. It's nuts. <laughs> but I think he's earned the opportunity. All right. And then behind him, maybe um, maybe Andre Gomez and, and Idrissa Gay. I don't know. I, 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 uh, unpopular opinion, I think they go well together. You know? And then in the back, a, a line across from very key here, from left back over to right back instead of right to left the way yours was, uh, <laughs> Dean... <laughs> Yeri Mina, a.k.a. Baby Shark, all right? Michael Keane, because he's playing well, and he did get that England call up. Yeah. Did you mention that? Yes. Uh, Seamus Coleman, and then in goal, get the rave on. So, yeah, totally different. Can always rely on the American for a bit of humor. Or just straight idiocy. <laughs> I've got it in buckets. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, argue, I just, you can't if, argue with that selection, though, Jerry, can you? Like the, see, that's what I'm saying, you know? You, you've, you've got to start with Charleston as, as the striker again, really, haven't you? Co- just causes so many problems. Hi, everybody. Jerry here with an update. Um, so, Silva did a press conference today and said that Charleston is possibly a doubt for this weekend. Uh, we didn't know that when we recorded. We know now. So that's why I'm saying this. Hence the update. But yeah, just be aware that um, he might not be available someday. That's the thing. All right. On with the show. Well, we're just... It, it's just... We, we've got this little positive run. You know? I'm curious. I'll be cur- Again, I'll be curious if he shakes it up. I, I, I love to see when he does make changes, why. Yeah. But I'm almost thinking at this point, he feels like this is a dangerous lineup. Let's keep going with it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Are you worried about anybody? In, in what sense? As in any players where you look at them and you think about possible matchups against Chelsea and you think, I don't know. Obviously that right-hand side for us. Having to cope with Alonso and Hazard, um, Walcott's going to have to be on his game, tracking back, putting a defensive shift in. Um, he will have to do more than he's been doing this season. Definitely. I will say he did a little bit of it this past. Yeah, more of it he, than he used he did. to. He, this past I think. Game. I think obviously he took on board that criticism that he got following the United performance and given away for Martial's goal, uh, put in a good shift against Brighton, but. Even the, you know this game, he's got to, he's got to be so much more conscious of that defensive effort. You know, 
he's got to be careful about where he is on the pitch. If he, you know, he can't stay up for too much. He can't stay up for too long. He's got to trap back, know where Coleman is, um, because with this with Chelsea under Sarri now, there's so much movement with and without the ball. I think players have got to be on their game defensively and pick the moments going forward. It's got we've got to hit them on the counter attack, and that is where Walcott and Bernard will come in. Um, Bernard possibly another concern, possibly on the defensive side of things. Um, but I, I suppose that's a risk that you've got to take when they bring so much to the attack. I agree with all of that. You know, and we and specifically mentioning Coleman by name just because he looked good last game. He did. However, last game he wasn't up against Hazard and he wasn't up against possibly a situation where he's got Hazard and Alonso running at him. Yeah. With hardly any help. I think if you see anybody helping there it's gonna be Adrissa Gay. Yeah, running be back a, to kind of get his big, back. Got to be a big game for him. In. Yeah, I've got, I've got, um, no, I've got no doubt that he'll deliver though, because he, he just does. So, I'm yeah, I, I, I like the momentum he's got going right now. Um, just honestly, a smart, sound defensive game. If he can get forward, that's a bonus. You yeah. know what I mean? That would be a huge bonus this weekend. Um, but the first name I wrote down. Because he hasn't had any Premier uh, he's only had like 10 Premier League minutes, maybe 14. Uh, yeah. Mina? Mina, obviously, with Morata in good form too. That's going to be an interesting battle. Yeah. Um, and just because it's uh, Chelsea with their runs and how they they combine with each other, I think it's just a, a situation where if communication is not on point in the back – we could find ourselves uh, with with a couple men open in the box, just hanging out. It'll come in you handy for set plays, a lot more defending set plays, because I think he'll he'll get his head to a lot more. Uh, but, but fingers crossed, he has a good performance. Um, it'd be a great way to kick off your Everton career with a with a strong performance at Stamford Bridge and setting deposit the bar high and momentum, keeping momentum going. I want to know if anybody can actually mark him on set plays. Oh, no, corners. of course. I got, love got, the idea of seeing him jump a foot higher than everybody else and slam that ball down. I just, oh, I've been, I've been waiting for that moment. I want to, I want to see it because he, he scored in every one of his World Cup games, didn't he? You just mm-hmm. think, like, maybe he can pick up a, a trend of being a goal scorer and defender from, well, obviously, you know, the shout's going to be from corners and, deep free kicks into the box. But, um, yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, honestly, other than that, I'm not really sure if I'm super concerned about anybody else. You know? Um, Bernard and... I mean, you mentioned Walcott from the defensive end. However, Walcott, from an attacking point of view, being a, making sure he's... He's clinical when he gets opportunities. Uh, that's the thing. Big games like this, we're not going to get as many chances as we had against Brighton. Mm. And we're actually going to have to keep our composure. Yeah. We're going to have to be able to finish those those random little moments that we get that come in the blink of an eye. Are you ready? Are mm. your feet set? 
you know. Uh, Reflexes. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a worrying game. It is. I'm I'm still psyched. I I'm just so ready to see us play a big game against a big team and not have stupid things happen. Yeah. You know, the way it did at Arsenal, the way it did at United. Fingers crossed, but, you know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not banking on it. I can, I can, mm-hmm. I can see something happen. And, so here's the thing. Honest. Am I being super naive again? This happened before. I guess it was against West Ham. Is that who it was against? Uh, everybody, you guys all picked us to lose because of some kind of streak. <laughs> and and I was like, no, nah, we're going to crush it. And I was just like so confident. And I was the only one wrong because I was so like fresh-faced, you know, like, oh, Everton are wonderful. And then afterward I was like, I'm an idiot and a stupid <laughs> child. <laughs> Reality check as you say though, isn't it? Mm. Uh, just hope, hope my optimism isn't isn't actually being naive. I hope not. Um, and I, I I'll go ahead and tell you, I do not underestimate this Chelsea team. I think they are the second best team in the league. Yeah, definitely. Without even the though they're, I realize that's an easy thing to say because they're second in you know. No, but actually, it, it, but it, I think it, they are the second best is team. The case. Yeah, they are. And imagine you know actually having more time with that with that manager. You know, yeah. I love that guy. By the way, yeah. I love that guy. You know, right now I do anyway. Just the idea of him, the the image of him like smoking on the sideline, yeah. managing like a pack of get going through a pack of game. Are they to see the state of his lungs? You know, he just doesn't seem like a manager. He no, just seems a, like some guy at a guy. pub. Class, no, he's a classy, classy guy. True yeah. Italian. Um, I think he. I think when he first arrived, Chelsea had body bodyguards escorting him everywhere, and he got his own personal smoking area at the training ground. You know, he, he quality. He he really does just seem like the guy. See here, we'd say the bar. So the guy at the bar who you sit beside and and doesn't let on that he knows more than you. <laughs> you know, doesn't doesn't like you know, doesn't lead with it. He just kind of lets you gradually figure it out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I love that guy. I just hope, you know, he makes some bad decisions yeah. this weekend. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess that's it for our starting 11 segment, eh? That's not our final video segment. We uh, we do have a, a Beers with the Blues segment, which is a new thing. We're having fun with it. Max is going to be ranking the players as far as uh, which ones he'd like to hang out with. We have no idea how this is going to go. Yeah, can't wait, to, can't wait to see these comments. I'm curious as well. I have no idea what to expect. <laughs> We're taking on kind of a new segment. It's a little experimental. Uh, where we are, it's a segment called Beers with the Blues. It took us a while to come up with the name, so please don't, don't crap all over it. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
So essentially in this segment, I will be going through the Everton squad and Max will be giving each one rating each player between zero and five, uh, zero being not at all and five being very much. And what those those mean is does Max want to hang out and have a pint with this player? Okay. Okay? <laughs> so uh, uh. hence if someone were to, were to mention Zinedine Zidane to me, I would say five. He's cool as hell. And a genius, and my one of my favorite players ever. So yeah, and I'm really curious about the World Cup headbutt thing. You know what I mean? So I have reasons. Nice. You know what I mean? I have very good reasons. Um, and so Max will have to have reasons. I will also ask him a few additional questions just for the heck of it. Uh, so essentially, this should tell us a little bit about the players we're discussing, but also about Max. More, <clears throat> more, uh, more Max insight, which is wonderful. So, so okay, so let's start with uh, get the rave on Jordan Pickford. Five, of course. World Cup hero, uh, national superstar. Um, but always just it, it, it's not it's not like I'm not uh, he's obviously older than me, but he's. He, not too far out from my age range. I don't think I'm 20 years old. How old is he? 24. I think. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, he, he, he likes his he likes his rave culture. I've been to a few raves in my time, so we could have we could have a pint and then go to a rave or something. Then yeah, good. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. Um, and I'm going numerical order here. Um, so Holgate, Holgate, Holgate. Um, three. I'm a I'm a huge admirer of, of his style of football. I love that kind of the Franz Beckenbauer esque centre half. So I'd like to pick his mind a little bit about how he interprets the game and how he sees his career panning out. Um, yeah, three. That's okay. Standard. Uh, Leighton Baines. Five. Course. I don't even know why I asked that. Uh, I feel like I feel like I should have just written down five. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you ask any Evertonian, they, they gladly buy Leighton Baines a pint. He's just the the coolest human being on earth. Uh, I'll give you a little one, right? You know, I did my work experience at Finch Farm back when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I know so, you okay, did. you don't have to ask disappointed every time I tell you. <laughs> um, I, I, I remember just, just just standing there on duty, like just waiting, just waiting to for, for something to do. Um, this was thirteen, fourteen when we were doing well under Martinez, and Baines had just been injured by Jordan Henderson in the derby and, and done his ankle in. I remember I was standing there on the corridor with not much to do. It was one of my first days, and next thing I just saw Leighton Baines coming down the corridor in a trench coat with a moon boot and, and uh, crutches, and I just did not know where to look. You know, and you're like. It's like the coolest human. It's like Jesus is walking towards me, and I don't know what to do. Um, I was only about thirteen as well. I just like kind of looked at him. I went, "All right, Leighton." He went, "How you doing, mate? You're all right." But uh, yeah, I, I've met Leighton a few times, and he he sound out. I bite him a pint. By the way, I doing this. I fully expect you to have met like half of them. <laughs> like, and really, 
it's it's tough not to geek out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, you tell me that, and I I sit there and I furrow my brow, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, super jealous. But at the same time, I'm like, holy hell, that's awesome. You know what I mean? That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the amazing things about that about that kind of club, though, is you can have those kind of experiences. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know how many teams, like professional level teams, that I've pulled for where I I've never had any kind of run-ins with them in any way. Yeah. Any kind of experiences where I've been anywhere close to them, and just the idea of being able to do that—that's fantastic. That's crazy. Yeah. Full, full credit to Everton. They've always been in touch with with, with the club. Mm-hmm. They're very much a family club. So, yeah, credit to them. Um, Michael Keane. Um, I mean, he doesn't stand out to me as being an outlandish personality, but uh, he's playing really well at the minute, and he's just got his England call up, and for that he does deserve a pint. I'll give him a three out of five. Three. All right. Kurt Zuma. Kurt Zuma. Four, and I just didn't. I just spent the entire time trying to convince him to stay for next season. <laughs> nice, nice. That works. Jagielka. Interesting one. I, 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 I like Jags as a person. I think he's a really interesting personality, and and how he sees the game. Four. I give I give Jags a four. He's been captain of the club for a very long time. Uh, I've got to say, um, I, I, I've dropped off being a fan of him in terms of when he's on the pitch. He was phenomenal years ago, and he obviously coming towards the end of his career now. Um, but as I say, been the captain of the club for so long. He's a, you know, he's been a mainstay in that dressing room. Um, and yeah, uh, be decent to hear some of the stories from him. I don't. Again, this is another one of these where I, I seriously doubt I even need to ask. But uh, Andre Gomez. Andre Gomez at five. Um, I know. Sit there and talk, like you know, just discuss beards and stuff. <laughs> you did it to yourself that time. I've been specifically not making beard and hair calls, you know, and and that was on you. That's been, that's so good. That's great. That makes me so happy. He's got a, he's got a I was like, no. I'm like, yes, beards are fair game again. <laughs> uh, I was expecting you to say something about, yeah, I would spend the whole time staring dreamily into his face. And <laughs> uh, no, he's a, he's a, he's like, a, like, which beard care products do you use, Andre? No, no, I, I'd, I'd be taking notes. I'd have a, a whole notepad full of stuff for the beard and hair care. <laughs> Majestic. Knowing him, he's probably got like a bag full of samples. He's like, he's oh. like, you know, I really like this conditioner. You should try this. It's. <laughs> oh, great. It just seems it. like the guy would find a way. He would take you to the store and buy it for you. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Iceman Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson, five again. Um, fantastic footballer. Technically, absolutely fantastic. Um, Speaks really good English, and I was watching an interview, an interview with the guy the other day where he's talking about um, kind of all kind of personal topics such as favorite food, favorite series, or things like that. And he just seemed like a really sound bloke. So mm-hmm. yeah, five. It's interesting. Like with him, 
I feel like his play is more outlandish than he is as a person. You know, he just seems like, you know, seems like a guy. Yeah. You know, when he talks, he doesn't, he doesn't, he just has a normal sounding voice. Sounds like you're talking to your neighbor, you know? He's a a modest human being. And uh, that's a a great quality to have. Yeah, definitely. Um, Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott. Um, Four. Um, Theo Walcott's quite an interesting one because I know he, he hasn't been at the club for a, for any great length of time but it's more about his career away from Everton that I'm asking about so obviously he went to that 2006 World Cup as like 16 year old that would certainly be an interesting conversation topic um, you know how he went from Southampton to Arsenal um, the faith that Arsene Wenger put in him uh, and, and his time at Arsenal Um so there was always that kind of that question about would you put him in the middle? Where do you play him? And you want to hear that from the player themselves, don't you? You'd look, you'd love to hear their opinion on on mm-hmm. things that were speculated about them and that what were around them in the time. So yeah, that'd be an interesting conversation. I love that answer. I'm stealing it. Um, just I'm telling you now. Uh, so. Just to throw a, a question in there to break things up, um, which players do you think would uh, would get their drinks in first? Um, Nias. I was going to say Tosin, but then I went Nias because I think Nias is just. I think Nias Nias just spreads positivity, doesn't he? As a human being, it's just like he feels like it's his duty to just be sound. And be nice to everyone, so he probably would, wouldn't he? Okay, gotcha. Anybody else? Uh, Yeti Mina, because I was, I was what? Well, I was what? Instead of paying attention in my lecture, I was watching Yeti Mina's press conference today, and he, he he similarly took the same approach of saying he just wants to spread happiness, make friends, and be be good to everyone around him. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm all about that vibe from a human being, and I think yeah, he he buy everyone a bevy, wouldn't he? Nice. Nice. Uh, so, back to the the ratings. Luca Dean, five, because I think he's been a very underrated signing. Um, be interesting, obviously, to see what his opinion was coming to the club, um, taking over such an established position that's been held down by Leighton Bain for such a long period of time. Not to mention he's played for Lille, PSG. Roma, Barcelona, mm-hmm. like that man has played at some top top European clubs. Um, so it's, it's just, that's enough, isn't it? Really? Yeah, that's reason enough, right there. I mean, yeah. um, Mina, Mina, five. Um, I'm currently doing a, a business assignment on starting a um, a joint venture with a football club in Colombia, um, and. I'm sure Yerry Mina's name's going to get involved in there at some point, purely for being an absolute hero in that World Cup scoring and all of his games. Um, his career path as well is something that's fascinated me. I, I love studying South American players who go over to Barcelona uh, and seeing how they find the culture and how they adapt to the club. Obviously, he's at us now. So, obviously, um, he wasn't exactly kicked out the door, was he? You know, it was a hefty transfer fee that was fee that was paid. So, obviously, he's made that choice to come to us, and I'd like to pick his brain about what he wanted to achieve. Hmm. 
Um, Jink Tosin. Five. Sam does. Like I, I, I'm sure. I last season I was doing a, a player review, grading all the players or, or something along those lines, and I think I literally put for Tosin, I'd buy him a pint because he, he just from the moment he walked through the door, he always just gave that impression of being one of the like like-minded with the fans and, mm. and on our level. So yeah, of course, Tosin Passer. Tosin <laughs> Passer. Um... I would like to see him get, you know, get a little bit more game time. Just because I don't want him to go, I don't want him to leave. I think a lot of people are thinking his style doesn't meet, doesn't work with Silva. Um, and but I've seen other people think that he's absolutely essential to uh, to our play. <clears throat> so it's interesting the analysis on him. Yeah, I don't I'd think like it. to get a bigger sample size this season. He won't leave. I, I don't really think would. He'll leave. He does. He's he's made it pretty clear. He and his agent have made it pretty clear, supposedly. So good. Um, uh, James McCarthy. James McCarthy for a quiz him more on that first season when he comes to the club because he, as I've said many times, he was probably my favourite Everton player that season. Uh, literally, absolutely everywhere, covering every blade of grass. Um, obviously, been very unfortunate with the injuries that he sustained over the years. So. Yeah, you'd, you'd want to find out where he's at and what his plans are for the future. Idrissa Gay. Five. The first name on the team sheet for me. Uh, I'm probably emerging as my favourite player in this current group of, of players that we that Everton have. Um, a work ethic that's just unprecedented. More tackles than anyone in the Premier League. Um, where does that desire come from and where does that cardiovascular endurance come from? Uh, he probably wouldn't drink a pint. He'd probably be on the waters, but uh, <laughs> I'd, st- I'd still buy him a water. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, uh, Schneiderlin. For controversial, really? it'd be a controversial one. You know what I mean? Because every everyone knows I'm a bit. I am a fan of his. Um, it, it it that. More than obvious, obviously, the questions that would be asked now is just be where where is he at? Because obviously, we did we did that segment the other day about how he's literally been Andre Gomez out the squad. So where's his head at at the moment, and, and what are his plans for the future? Uh, Nias two. You don't want to hang out with Umar? Uh, I'd hang out with him, but uh, I, I don't know. There's not much. I don't think there's really much to talk about in that regard. I don't think. Oh, I hate to say it because you know. He has gone through tra- uh, testing times when, since joining the club, but I don't think he's essential to the long-term future of the team. So on that basis, too. Do you think that maybe you're, you you feeling that way would possibly lend to it possibly being a really awkward conversation? No, he, he's a smiler, isn't he? I, I'm sure I'd be a smiler, too, after a few points, so. All right, Bernard. Um... I, I don't know what I don't know where his English is at, but uh, a four. Um, okay. Yeah, he, he he seems sad. He seems like nice company, and he, he seems like you know the, the Brazilian vibe that's kind of swept the club since him and Richardson come in. The kind of samba factor, feel good. You know, you want to be part of that vibe. All right, uh, Marty Stecklenberg. Do you know what? I'm going to surprise you here. I'm going to say a three because he's Dutch and I really like Holland. I went to Amsterdam and I felt like it was my spiritual home. Um, 
Hmm. Obviously, he's he's played for um, for Ajax and he played for Holland in a World Cup final. So they'd be interesting yeah. conversation topics. Uh, Seamus Coleman. Five. Soundest professional footballer I've ever met. So just so down to earth, so cool. Um, and you know he doesn't forget where he's come from. He's a very humble human being, and it's the, t- it's the type of person you want to be mates with, really, isn't it? It's a shocking answer. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, uh, Davis. Tom Davis. A, a, a five. A, he he strikes me as just being sound as well. Um, similar age as well. So yeah, sound. Right on, uh, Kieran Dowell. A four. I don't know. I don't know where he, where he's ending up. I've heard rumblings that he might be going to Wigan on a permanent deal sometime soon. Really? I yeah. heard the possibility of him going there, but I thought it was maybe on loan. No, Interesting. I've heard it's on a permanent basis, but maybe that be farewell drinks. Dude, I like the fact that Max just became a unicorn. ITK. Oh, don't, Check it out. Don't. Don't, don't, I'm, I'm joking, everybody. We're not actually saying Max is an, ITK. is an ITK. I don't like all I that just, talk. Uh, well, of course you don't. <laughs> no one, no one, no one who's humble and you know is. You're not really all about the attention, are you? So yeah, but that is some good info. Just saying. Uh, that's interesting because I had not heard about a permanent. So that's interesting. Uh, DCL three. He, he seems like he seems funny enough to get on with. It. You know, you see him when he's hanging out with the likes of Pickford and and Paul Gates. He seems sound. Um, I'd like to ask him a, a bit more about last season when he was kind of burdened with more responsibility than he could handle at number nine for so long. Mm. Yeah, Richarlison five. Just because he because he had just. A great impact since coming to the club. I'd apologise first and foremost for ever doubting the fee. Um, still, I know it's early days. Relatively, if you're gonna, you know, judge about how, how long he's gonna stay at the club. Hopefully, that is for a long time. But uh, you know, if recent performances and his goal tallies anything to go by, then the fee will eventually be justified. And for that, I'd apologise. Lookman five because. I love German football too. Um, <laughs> I do. That's a good answer. That's yeah, a great answer. I, li- I like Leipzig. I, li- I love Ge- you know, I love German cu- culture. I love German football culture, and obviously he does too. Going by how much he liked last season. Um, mm-hmm. But that aside, you know, more pressing than current matters would be. You know, be obviously he played well against Gormayer, and he is really pressing for a start eleven place now. Um, three three last ones. Uh, Jao Virginia, Beningami, and, and John Joe Kinney. These are people that have played. God, first God. team. I, now I didn't throw Nathan Broadhead and okay John and anything. I, I ended it with Kinney. So. Okay, okay. Jao Virginia, I go for a, a three because. Uh, Something similar to what we were talking about before, really. What is his mentality and what are his intentions and what was the attraction switching from Arsenal to Everton? 
I'd want to mm. find that out. Uh, Beningami, a three. Um, I, I don't know about Beningami. I know you're a big fan of him, Jerry, but um, I, I, he's impressed me at under-23s level and he impressed me when he first came in. I remember that game against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Um, but obviously, he's just kind of had that long spell on the sidelines and he really kind of faded away from the limelight. Mm. John Joe Kenny. John Joe Kenny, five local lad, sound as believes Everton should not fear anyone, and I believe that too. So yes. I'm sure they get on just fine. Um, which player wouldn't pay for a round? Um, Richardson, and that's because I don't think he'd have to. I think everyone nice. just carry on buying him drinks. Uh, which player uh, is most likely to get maybe a little uh, a little buzzed, tipsy after just one drink? Jerry Mina. He thought the old club doing his uh, Colombian dances. <laughs> nice. I, I think that's it. I think you. I've tortured you long enough with this. Um, what song do you want to do? Close close us out with a song. Fool's Gold by the Stone Roses. Fool's Gold, Cold Stone Roses. Why? Because ever since moving to Manchester, um, call me a mank in the comments all you like. I've just been heavily influenced by the Manchester music scene. And then obviously you get your Oasis, Stone Roses, The Smiths, all these indie bands that um, have many, many brilliant songs and Fool's Goal is just always one of those songs that get me in the mood to do something. I know almost nothing about that band. Stone Roses. So this is going to be cool looking this one up. Yeah, look them up. I'm like I'm I'm no guru on 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 them myself. Like I, I know the the Manchester United supporters, whereas Oasis are Man City supporters. But um, yeah, they are they are good. I, I've got to say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a veteran by any stretch, but I might get there one day. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be looking them up, and as we, as we are serenaded by Stone Roses, it's time to wrap up the show. Uh, that's the end of uh, the podcast. Whatever. Uh, if you've been listening via podcast, thanks so much. Uh, please subscribe to the Toffee Blues podcast, rate it if you can, and leave a little review that so- says something like, I'm upset that Max doesn't want to hang out with Neos. That makes me sad. I'm sure that will comment that. I can see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, so, uh, also, uh, please subscribe to the Toffee Blues YouTube channel. Uh, hovering around 1,300 subs. We have broken that barrier, which is really cool. So we're slowly continuing the crawl toward 2,000, which would be fantastic. Um, uh, also, check out uh, check out Max. Uh, you can find him on other podcasts, other videos. And I'm not going to make this one weird. There you go. Um, yeah, so check out his Twitter profile. So he'll tell you where he's going to be. Uh, he'll also show up on the Toffee Blues website. He does analysis there. And you know what? Other people do too. So just check out the Toffee Blues website in general. Um, all things Everton. Lots of good stuff there by people who know things. 
about the club. There you go. Uh, also, follow the Talking Blues on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That is it. That is all. I have nothing else. Uh, no more plugging. Max, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, I'll talk to you later. And uh, until then, uh, let's get three points this weekend. Bye.